Well, oh, that was the fox hole. <laughs> that was the fox yeah. hole. Welcome to everybody out there. This is Amateur Radio Roundtable. I'm Tom, W5KUB, and this show is all about ham radio. And if you're out there listening on uh, International Shortwave on WBCQ, we'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to tom at w5kub.com. Tell us where you are and how you're here in the station, and we'll get you a QSL card out to you. Let's see what's going on. Today is uh, July the 20th. Man, the time is flying, it seems, here uh, recently. I don't, I don't know where, how, why it's going by so fast. I guess we're all just really busy. 40-meter net tonight sounded like it was terrible. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to say what it sounded like. It was terrible tonight. Um, I understand a lot of people talking about Cuban jamming. I don't know that I personally have heard any of it. The band is just real noisy. had a lot of static. Signals weren't great. Possibly some other people are, are you know, hearing hearing some jamming. So I, I don't know. Uh, so we um, we got several things to do tonight. Talk about tonight. We're going to try to open the phone lines up a little earlier tonight, and we'll uh, also allow people to come into Zoom a little bit earlier tonight uh, and have a little bit more uh, participation from uh, some of our viewers there. Just wonder, is there anybody new in the chat room that uh, hadn't been with us before? If you're new in the chat room, uh, say hello to us. Also, uh, we'd like to ask each and every one of you, if you will, and if you haven't done this, hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. If you'll hit the subscribe button, that'll greatly help us to advertise, that'll help YouTube to advertise our, our show. And it will uh, actually, you know, when people are kind of surfing YouTube, it'll actually throw our videos up there and let them see that, you know, we may be something they want to watch. So uh, please hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like the show. That also helps. Um, let's see what else is going on here. We're going to talk about a couple things tonight. Uh, I want to try to get into a mode of trying to get back into homebrew business. Um, I'm a home brewer from many, many years ago, being a ham now for 58 years, and back then, man, we built some stuff. I mean, it was nice. Uh, I've kind of been out of the building for several years, but I want to get back in the building, and uh, I'm going to talk about ton tonight, I'm going to talk about a project I'm going to try to build for next Tuesday. I'm going to build, I'm going to build for next Tuesday a 40-meter transmitter for next Tuesday and get on the air and make a contact. And I'm going to show you something. That's all the parts I'm going to use right there. That's the whole transmitter. And we're going to make some contacts, and I'm going to video it, and I'm going to show you that we can, with a pill bottle and a little bit of wire there and about three or four parts, 
And actually, we don't even need all those parts. I can get by with about half of those parts. We're going to get by with uh, just a few parts, and we're going to make some contacts either on 40 meters or 20 meters, probably be 40 meters. So I think that's going to be exciting. So I'd like to, uh, I'd like to start up some homebrew uh, segments uh, every week and show people something new, whether it be you know, eight-position antenna switches, which are so easy to make, four-position switches to... Uh, you know, field strength meters to uh, transmitters, all kinds of things that we can make here. Um, let's jump around the room real quick and see who we got out there. So it looks like to me Glenn is the first one up there. How you doing, Glenn? Hanging in there. Uh, you know, you missed all the fun in the pre-show. Uh, let's see, we covered the 80-meter net, treadmills. Yeah. Uh, and for, for homebrew, um, you know, we've decided that for your one after this event, you need to come up with a a, a treadmill powered rig. And yeah. if you can't make um, if you can't make any contacts with this one you're building now, let me know, and I've got an 857 in the car. I can drive up and park outside your house, and we can at least make one contact. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, the worst case, I can get Walter down the street. Maybe I don't know, yeah, man. But I, I, I think well, I think I'll make a contact with it. I think, I think we'll. You will. I think we will. Now, I don't know if I'll have much power we'll get to the antenna, but uh, hopefully we can get a little bit up to the antenna. Yeah. yeah. Well, from my side, the last I heard, the book is still on track. It may make it out in time for Huntsville. I hope it does. And uh, I'm still scheduled to do the forum in Huntsville. And, you know, Huntsville's only a couple weeks away. It is, and we're going to talk about that tonight. And I saw oh. Mark... Brown in the chat room. Mark is the chairman of the Huntsville uh, Ham Fest, and uh, we're going to talk Huntsville tonight. Mark, I don't think Mark's going to be with us tonight. He's going to be with us in a couple weeks to talk about it. But hey, I think that's probably one of the best Ham Fest in the country, and we're going to talk about it tonight, even if Mark is not uh, not with us tonight. Oh, it's always been one of my favorites. But I lived in Birmingham for a long time, so it was only a ninety-minute hop for me. Loved it. Yeah. All right. Katie, you there, Katie? Katie and Dwayne, are y'all there? Come on we in here. We are here. Look yes, at there. There we Hi, go. Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. You know, last week I had a visitor here in the shack. Was it last no, week? No, <laughs> we had fun watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and as a result, we've landed that job, so I'll be back out there in the fall. Oh, good. Well, yeah. well good, good. <laughs> so uh, Good. Um, well, Katie had it at Phil to watch... Dwayne on the show from from the studio. It was fun, actually. You know, had, it was like having a night off, and my mom and brother and I sitting around with a glass of wine, watching and <laughs> sending yeah. messages. And I said, "Oh, so this is what it looks like live." <laughs> yeah, I, but I think he did a good job being in studio. Well, I think I, so. I, I told Katie that the mixer board and the complicated stuff Tom has there that. I'm not going to take over the show anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get somebody to take over and just kind of uh, duplicate this where I don't even have to be here, you know? Right. You know, somebody I can kind of probably automate the process, here. but I can't take it over. <laughs> you know? You know? And all, it's just you know. too much commitment for me. Well, I'll donate the speech synthesizer. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I do need. I do need someone that can actually stream a show some night. Now, it's a little bit more difficult to bring in guests uh, into the show. 
right. uh, like for instance with just a single laptop or something but i am going to need in the future and maybe maybe you guys can do a show one night or or alan can and what i'll do is just have you guys stream directly to youtube because mm-hmm. there's gonna be times i won't make it uh here and i need to be gone for instance in september uh, uh, I'm going over to and, and be, uh, actually I'm a keynote speaker at a new ham fest, it's called East Tennessee Ham Fest over in uh, Sevierville. And um, while I'm over there, that's only two hours from our home over in North Carolina, so we'll probably just go over there and spend a few days, but guess what, that takes me out of the studio here. now. I may do this, I may stream the show from over there and just just be me and show you some pictures and things we went through, you know, the the, the weekend prior uh, at the ham fest. So I might can do that, but you guys get ready. We're going to put more uh, pressure on you guys to to actually do more uh, streaming and, and, and do the show without me. I just, I just saw in the uh, chat room yeah. <laughs> talking about the size of your studio there are uh, Mike and Seven, Zulu Echo Fox. He says, the fancier you make the plumbing, the easier it is to plug it up. And that would be the words of Mr. Scott. Scott oh, okay. Star Trek. All right. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and I will say this, Tom. Do you really want me in charge of an hour of the show? No, actually, I want you in no. charge of two hours. <laughs> I want you in charge of two hours of the show. There would be nothing left to come back to. <clears throat> well... And, and I mean, you know, you guys, you could you could at least answer, you know, put together a little presentation, talk about something. At least you could communicate with people in the chat room and it'd be a friendly night of, uh, you know, inter- interfacing with, with our viewers out there. <clears throat> All right. Well, you know, I'm not sure where we're going to get started first. Hey, let's talk balance. And I, yeah. I, it, before the show, I was talking to Dwayne and Katie about this, you know. I've got a uh, Delta Loop antenna up out there, and I've got a, I put a four to one, I think I got a four to one ballon on it, and uh, that's not unheard of, but, you know, a Delta Loop, the impedance is about 100 ohms, 120 ohms, but the, the, even with a four to one ballon on it, um, that takes that balanced antenna and converts it to the, you know, the unbalanced line, so it actually does some good to have that on here. But I was just thinking the other day, you know, and and I called uh, Robert uh, Rumsey. He uh, he has balance designs, and he makes the best balance in the world. And I said, Robert, I want a two to one balance. I want a two to one, hundred ohms to fifty, and I'm going to actually put this on there, and I'm I'm going to actually put some new wire up, you know. The wire I have been using for my my Delta Loop, it may not be the best wire. And um, Dwayne, you probably are familiar with this wire. This is a military field wire. It's a it's a it looks like zip cord. It's black, you know. It's on a big old spool. Uh, each is you know it's it's two conductor or two sides, and each side has about. Uh, it has like four copper strands and three steel strands. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. We used to use it to connect field phones together. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I, that's, you can't break it. A tree limb fall across it, it will not break, man. It won't. It's steel. Um, 
yeah, the, the thing is that with steel in the wire, the velocity factors change some. So yeah. You may want to be experimenting with that. Um, one of the best wires out there is um, one of your guests on the show, uh, uh, Mr. Hohensi. He has that some really good wire that doesn't stretch, and he uses it on the ends of his, uh, of his double bazookas. Yeah. And if I had my brothers, I'd grab some of that. Now, it's not cheap. But yeah, it doesn't stretch, and it's a, it has a it has a velocity factor of, of coated copper, so it's in good shape there. Yeah, well, I probably you know I'm cheap. I use just about any kind of wire, but I'm gonna put up probably some number twelve copper wire. And you're talking about uh, you're talking about Emmett and his antennas. I mean, look, I've got one of his I've got one of his double bazookas right here. It's been in my closet for about two years, and I keep it's wanting time to, to put that thing up. I keep wanting to put it up there, but I've got so many antennas up right now, but <laughs> hey, the double bazooka is a very broad antenna. Um, We've got those. We've yeah, got it's a very broad we have antenna. That very antenna that I'm going to be putting up. It's soon. a good antenna. So, so I'm going to swap my ballot out to a two to one. Um, I probably won't tell much difference, and I, I am going to change the wiring out to just some real good copper wire. Actually, if you use new wire, it's got more electrons. Yeah. And the old wires. Well, this is so this is kind of old. Context. In fact, I'm re I always repurpose. If you remember, you guys remember the uh, tree as the antenna experiment. You remember the big coil that I put around that six inch pipe that we put around the tree. Yes. I had about 130 feet of wire on it. Well, that's the wire I'm going to use now. When I take it off that coil, it's going to have you know, it's going to I'm going to have to kind of stretch it out, or it's going to kind of <laughs> you know. But anyway, hey. Hey, I'm going to have fun with it. Got me a new ballon. I'm going to do that. Get that up there. I'll tell you, again, you open this thing up, you won't believe what you see inside. This this one right here, uh, he's got two ferrite cores in here. One is a um, uh, common what, uh, common mode, and the other is the ballon itself, and one's the common mode choke. So really some good stuff he builds. And he rates it at 3 kilowatt, and what happens if you burn it out, uh, Dwayne? Well, I was going to ask you if you'd let me tell my story. Go tell a story, man. We'll start with the with the start of the story in that I bought a Brand X off-center fed dipole and uh, good for full legal limit, it said. First ready contest I was in, like 20 minutes into the contest, um, the ballon <laughs> just went belly up. The SWR went off. The, the alarm in the, in, the, in the amp just started squealing at me and all right, so let's figure out what's going on here. Got it back, found out that the ballon had gone out. So I called up Brand X, and I said, uh, the ballon's burned out. He asked me what I was doing, and he said, oh, it's not rated for that. And I said, but it's rated for full legal limit, and I was only running 1,000 watts through it. Mm -hmm. It just isn't rated for that. I'm not going to replace it, he says. So I uh, um, decided that I would call up uh, different places, and I called up Ballon Designs. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I told him my whole story about what had happened. And he goes, yours isn't the first time I've heard this story. And so he said he would put me together a ballon for an off-center fed dipole. And I asked him, what kind of warranty it has? And he said, if it burns up, send it back. I'll replace it. Yep. I said, for how long? He said, if it ever burns up, send it back and I'll replace it. Yep. Um, since then, he's gotten all of my business. So... Uh, yeah, you can't beat a Ballon Designs Ballon. Just yeah. can't. Do well, it. you know, I, the Ballons run close. You know, they're they're a hundred dollar item, 
but and you know you can buy you can buy balloons from other people for what thirty dollars sixty dollars i mean you, you pay, get what you, you pay for you get what you pay for and i guarantee you, you're not going to burn it up it, it not you won't burn it up and he he makes these for the military he's got a lot of government uh, contracts uh, out for the balance and uh, I'm just really pleased. And, and uh, Bob also, like I mentioned earlier, he donates uh, for the Huntsville Ham Fest. We're going to have uh, a Ballon uh, from uh, Ballon Designs uh, as a prize right. out there. So yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody, somebody's going to get one of these. Woohoo! I've, I've get replaced Ballons on all of my, on all of my uh, Nagy antennas. Um, the HF antennas, I've replaced them all with Ballon Design Ballons. If you ever open that thing up, you'll see that it's got uh, thickly insulated Teflon wire, Teflon coated wire in it. His uh, his cores are wrapped with uh, with good tape to start with. The, the, we call it uh, what did they call that tape? Varnish cambric tape, so that it uh, insulates the the wire away from the corner edges of the ballon. It is I, I can't go far enough to say how what the workmanship is in those things. It's fabulous. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree with you there for sure, man. Well, I, I don't think I'm going to see any difference between my four to one and my two to one. It's going to well, it's going to match it closer. Twenty two to one is sixty. Yeah. So, you know, and most modern rigs will work from twenty five to about seventy five or eighty ohms. Yeah. And they're okay with it. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll see how it goes and. Uh, all I got to do now is uh, find the energy to go out there and do it, you know? It's uh, still hot. It is hot outside, guys. It's hot. And let me show you. It's hot out there. Here's the kind of stuff I can get into around this house all the time. Look at there. You know what that is? Mulch? Yeah, that's, that's bags mulch. Of mulch. That's I mulch. Them. That's mulch. Yeesh. That's about a tenth of what I need right there. That you looks know? like somebody's birthday cake. Yeah, that's, uh, you know. About uh, that, that's the kind of stuff I get into out here. And you, the other pallet actually had concrete on it. I had Great. sacks of concrete there, and the reason I hope you got a big bottle of Advil with that. And the concrete, <laughs> look, 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 look what I, you see that right there. You know what that's for? A new air power base. I'm going to put me a uh, automatic home generator in. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so you know, when my electricity goes off for 48 seconds, I will have electricity, man. Wow. So, yeah. so who's, what companies? I'm going to put a, I'm putting a Generac in. Yeah, Generac makes about the best one for homes. So, you know, you yeah. can buy more, you can pay more for oh, them yeah. and buy some yeah. really commercial, big commercial rigs. And, um, they even have some that sense when the line is low and they'll, They'll do a, a line sink and move over to it without you ever knowing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're outages. getting they're getting uh they're getting really smart. You know, it's, it's got all this Wi-Fi stuff on it now, and it's got sensors, and it actually will balance the load. I've got three central air conditioning systems here at the house, and it, it'll actually balance those air conditioners where if you need to, they won't all be running at the same time. That's great. So it uh, cool. you know it knows. Uh, so are you getting about a 7kw or 10kw i'm getting 22kw wow you're going for the big boy <laughs> i'm going 22kw yeah that, that should, that should back probably, huh? power company 
I was going to say yeah. he's going to sell it to his neighbors and charge them double. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, I'll go to 22. Bill's in here. Hey, Bill, man. Well, yeah, hey, I don't know what hey. happened to Bill, but he looks different tonight. I see some light. I, I see he's not. There's not a stack of hay behind him. I don't know, Bill. What's going on there? He's testing your generator. <laughs> yeah, I'm over at the. Over at the Bev's house tonight. Oh, okay. All right. Well, she definitely puts out a better signal in a picture than, than uh, <laughs> you normally do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm impressed tonight. You need to be there every night. Every the Tuesday only, night. only drawback is you get to hear a parakeet chirping. Uh, yeah, and, and I understand okay. like that. that parakeet doesn't like to hear my voice. It, it, it stirs <laughs> it up. He's doing a little dance. Actually, he likes your voice. Oh, he does, does it? a little dance whenever you talk. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. So you know, I got a lot of things going here. Uh, it, it, you know, always yard work and and mulch and oh man, just work, work, work. And it, hey, it's getting where I can't get outside and do it anymore. It's just too hot for me. Hey, um, we can't get outside here because it's been raining about eight inches here in the past day hey, that uh that came through here that came through here too i think uh yesterday we got about two or three inches in about an hour man it, it came down wow. hard man we need it uh, bad because we're smoke i mean our skies are just it looks like it's cloudy and hazy but it's all smoke from the big fires up in oregon and it's, the air quality is just terrible right now and we could definitely use some rain around here i got a call from the mill in iuka where i was the other day, Tom, and yeah. they actually had the basement flood. So, uh, and, and when I say the basement, it's just a level pad under the mill, really. Um, and it, it had they had four inches of rain in the basement. So that thing, yeah, to get it all pumped out. Hey, somebody was asking about the uh, website for Ballon Designs. It's just ballondesigns.com. B A L U. I posted that in the chat. Also. Okay, you already got it in here. I tell you, yeah. I uh, I can't talk enough about that thing man hey i saw same here no matter where we are and yep. we end up talking about balance Dwayne always you know he shares the story and yeah i mean it and this is just for anybody who's watching this is not a commercial or anything else this is just purely from all of our personal experiences that this is a company that makes a great product and stands by what they make and um so yeah this is just purely us as hams talking about something we all found that we really like and feel is just a great investment in your in your ham radio activities right. yeah two members two members of our club just getting started back <clears throat> in amateur radio after being out for a while and uh they both asked what i do for balance and i sent them to balance designs and they both have balance designs balance now and um you know the first thing that somebody wants to do when you tell them how good they are is pop it open and wade pop this thing open and he called me up and he goes i can see why you recommended yeah. this you know yeah he said i don't think a bullet will damage it too much uh-uh uh-uh man well you know I my one, delta I loop one from the top of a tower one time on a cold day and the case yeah. didn't survive the guts did he yeah, yeah. got a new case put it in there and we're okay but so uh someone was asking chat room do you have to have a tuner if you use a balance well yes and no i mean on my delta loop my delta loop is a resonant antenna it's cut for a full wavelength uh for the lowest band operating it's it, actually it's cut for for 40 meters so it'll actually work 40 20 uh 15 10 
it'll actually work the other bands without a tuner. And uh, of course, you know, it's a balanced antenna, so that's why we need a ballon on here. From uh, I go balanced to ballon to just uh, coax, and I've got about 130 feet of coax coming in here, and uh, don't need a tuner. You can adjust the length of that wire to get a resonant uh, frequency, and you can get to your SWR down to like, I think last I checked it, I had it set around 1.2, 1.3 uh, SWR, um, and and you know that that may have been because I was using a four to one. That may have been as low as I could get it. I don't know. So it'd be interesting to see if I if it does any better. But uh, uh, that antenna is resonant. It works on multiple bands. It's a multi-band antenna, and uh, uh, no tuner needed. Right, but if your antenna is not resonant, it doesn't yeah. matter how much balance you put on it. You're going to have to tune it. That's right. That's right. Is that the Delta Loop you're talking about, Tom? Yeah, yeah, the Delta Loop. I, I love Delta Loops. Uh, they're great antennas. I, uh, and you know, I, uh, yeah, I've used the uh, the Loop antenna. It's Delta Loop is a full wave loop, and um, so uh, at my prior residence, I used a full wave just loop. You know, four sides. I had an eighty meter. Um, I had an eighty meter uh, full wave loop up. And I had it standing vertically. Um, I have run them uh, horizontally, but you know, horizontally, I guess your your takeoff angle is kind of straight up, uh, pretty much. Although it will work, you know, uh, distance. I have worked DX on a on a horizontal one, but uh, this Delta Loop, of course, Delta Loop is three sides, but it's the same length as a as a uh, full wave quad loop, and uh, the, the impedance is around 100 to 120 ohms. And uh, it's just a great antenna. I've got mine standing up out there. Probably, I've got mine standing up out, outside with the V. Let's see, the V's pointing down like this. And I got the ballon at the very bottom here, and it's probably 30 feet off the ground. So the top of the delta loop is probably up about 50 feet, something like that, you know. Um, but it's just a. It's just I used a to great have antenna. a three element cubicle quad, and yep. you, you can't beat that for an antenna i could yeah. hear things with that as the after the band closed that people with yagis could not could not even hear so it's and it had a great front to back ratio and it, you know the quad the quad is an easy antenna to match and it's easy to build and and even now they're you know you they're making the vhf uh two meter beams basically quads uh, i know emmett at radio waves uh, has a uh, uh, VHF and a UHF uh, Yagi that's built out of the quad loops. Uh, well, we uh, uh, we talked about this before, but the quaggy is mm -hmm. a great antenna where you have the reflector and the driven element as a quad loop, and then you have directors, uh, flat directors from that point forward. And uh, on the 440 band on 70 centimeters, it's actually not a very big antenna, and it's right. easy to make out of a one by one piece of wood. And um, and as you go up higher in frequency, I have one for uh, twelve hundred megahertz. That's little tiny loops, and it works great. It's got great gain, and they're yeah. easy to build. Nova Antenna makes uh, you know that's their bread and butter is those loop fed arrays that they have. Um, what, what's the name of that place? Uh, Nova Antenna. They're out of uh, England, out of UK. Mm -hmm. And uh, they make a 
basically they make two meter and above antennas. They do have some HF stuff, but they use a, an LFA, they call it loop fed array. And they take that loop and they bring it back around and they short the center of the loop right back to the, to the uh, boom. And it's just, you know, I hear nothing but good stuff out of those. Um, and you know, in fact, I plan on building a couple of 900 megahertz ones for our repeater system. Yeah, someone said he's, he's got one, but didn't know how to put it up or, or where. Uh, and, you know, you do have to have some supports. Now, you can, hang a, you can hang a delta loop up with just one support. You know, put that, put that center, that, that V, up at the top. And I, I, I've seen uh, a lot of diagrams, pictures. If you can get that bottom piece, you know, 20 feet off the ground, I mean, it's going to work. Uh, I like turning mine over where the V points, you know, where it points down. And uh, it's just like kind of stretching or hanging a dipole up there. You know, you take that, you take that triangle that's upside down and you tie it, tie it off and stretch it out between two trees up there. And uh, you really don't have a lot of weight pulling down on the center uh, like you would if you had a coax or something, uh, you know, a, a coax and an insulator in the center. So it doesn't really droop much. It's pretty level up there. And then it comes down like this, and of course I have my uh, uh, my uh, ballon and feed point at, at the bottom. Um, and I'm blessed with have you know with some nice trees. I've got like I, I've got several limbs I'm over that are probably close to 90 feet in the air. They're they're way up there. And, trees uh, can be your friend if used properly. Yeah. By the way, Katie, where do you get your glasses? I really need a new pair and. That no, these are from the Dollar Tree. I got these for a buck. I thought you got them from Amazon. No, these I got from Amazon. These are stronger ones. I bought like a three-pack from Amazon, but I've since discovered the joy of the Dollar Tree. All, all the different colors and things, so yeah. yeah. Getting, getting back to Tom's Delta antenna. <laughs> um, yeah, who changed, know, who's changed the subject? Uh, where's the moderator? They need to yeah. do something. <laughs> But the you know like ninety percent of the effectiveness of an antenna takes place within sixty five percent of the center of the antenna. Yeah, um, that's the idea behind a Maxon or any of the other antennas. And you putting your antenna up the way that you do with the ballon at the bottom, um, ninety percent of your effectiveness happens in the first sixty five percent of the antenna. So you're more or less in a vertical, um, a vertical configuration there. That's why that antenna works so well for you. Hmm. Okay. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Are you going to Huntsville? No. No. Uh, we, you know, work schedules for both of us, Just I couldn't make it work. I'm doing a, a day-long training with all of our school yeah. staff the day before and it, that we could travel. We just couldn't find a good ticket prices. The airlines, everything's gone kind of. Well, and I, I understand so. that. I mean, it would cost yeah. you guys a thousand dollars to go to, to to go to Huntsville. Really, I mean, from well, each, yeah, <laughs> just to fly. You know. so, yeah, we you decided. Know, I, I understand that. So look, I give you but permission. We're saving up for Hamcation. I give you permission to take that two thousand dollars you would have spent <laughs> and go out and buy Katie something nice. <laughs> I am. I'm going to buy our tickets to to Orlando. Yeah, oh, we want right, to go okay. to Orlando in All right. February. Donald All right, that's that's a that's a must visit for us because you know it's and we've been down there before when it was 65 and rainy and we thought it was wonderful weather because yeah. the day we left it was like 30 yeah. below. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, hey, the last the last one I was at down here, I come back and the COVID is about to get everybody, man. Yeah, anyway, we, here. yeah, that we was left, the last uh, ham fest we've been. Yeah, to. we left from the ham fest, went on that cruise, and Princess Lines is the one that had all that COVID and over in Japan everywhere, and we got off that yep. cruise ship. It was just starting to hit the U.S. pretty good. You know, we we really didn't even know what it was, but uh, wow. So hey, uh, let's talk. I I'll do what? What, Bill? I was also going to mention that I did go to the first ham fest I've been to in over a year, and oh, nice. uh, we had one here in Coleman, Alabama, at the county fairgrounds, and it was very well attended. Kind of a precursor to getting warmed up for Huntsville, and uh, a lot of, in fact, quite a few people from the Huntsville area were there, and uh, there were some real bargains. People are, I, I'll tell you, when Huntsville happens, that flea market is going to be loaded with two years of stuff that's that's <laughs> going to be accumulating. Yeah, I saw stuff that was, I saw a Collins 75A4 receiver that was pristine, all kinds of neat. Heath kit, um, you name it, old vintage radios were out there. Uh, just in that small ham fest, there was all kinds of stuff, all kinds of bargains. So um, I'm really looking forward to Huntsville because it's going to be great and a lot of good stuff. Well, it, it, you know, and I'm telling Mark Brown, I'm thinking, now, I may be wrong, but I may be right. They ought to make a song about that. <laughs> hey, but, they should. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, I'm thinking the Huntsville could be bigger than ever this year. Now, Mark, he doesn't really buy that. They really don't know. But, you know, since everything's been closed down two years, and Huntsville's a pretty significant ham fest, I, I think there could be a lot of people attend it just because they haven't been to one in a long time. Now, we're gearing up for Huntsville, guys. Uh, again, it, it, it's not as expensive for us as it is Katie. It'll probably cost us you know, five or six hundred bucks to make the trip, but we're gonna go. We love it. Huntsville is probably our one of our favorite ham fests, and we've already got uh, quite a few prizes lined up that we're gonna be giving away. For instance, uh, uh, reels of LMR 400. I'm sure Dwayne would probably like to win that. Reels of LMR yeah. 400. You can send, uh, you can send me a whole uh, roll handy of that. I'll be happy yeah. with it. Handy sure. talkies, handy talkies, just all kinds of stuff. We got a lot of prizes, and we've never done this for Huntsville before. But I'm gonna do something a little different this year to try to raise just a little money for the trip. Uh, Bob Hiles has donated several prizes for for uh, uh, for the uh, Huntsville Hamfest webcast. But here's I'm gonna do this. Here's here's a uh, here's a uh, classic. This is uh, from the Deco series. Bob Heil uh, sent me this. This is the uh, the fin, and you can see what the mic looks like. It's a really heavy, well built mic, and look, it is autographed. It's autographed by Bob Heil. I tell you what, I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to I'm going to put this prize up as a as a uh, fundraiser. I doubt we'll get much money, but. Um, I'm gonna have to pay the shipping on this, and the shipping on this is gonna be 15 or 20 bucks, probably. So anyway, uh, here's what I'm gonna do: for anybody that wants to donate to our webcast for Huntsville, and you'll donate five bucks or more, we're gonna put your name in a special drawing just for this microphone, this Bob Howell microphone, and uh, y you can win it. 
Hey, if five people donate five bucks, you're going to be one out of five that gets gets picked for this. Now, and we'll do like we've done before, like at Dayton. Uh, for every five bucks, we'll put your name in here each time. For ten bucks, we'll put your name in here two times. For twenty bucks, we'll put your name in here four times. Now, if there's only five people that donate, and your name's in here four times, you got a pretty good chance of winning this. So. And, and guess what? Whatever money we, uh, we get for this, it'll probably pay the shipping. And uh, I'm going to talk bet, to Bob. I bet you'll get more than the shipping. I'm going to talk really... to Bob about that. Normally, I don't like to have the prizes come to me and me be the middleman uh, because I don't want people to think I keep prizes or anything like that. Plus, there's the expense. Bob's already paid to ship this to me. Uh, and now I've got to pay to ship it to somebody else. So I like to have the vendors ship it directly to the winner, and we usually provide the name uh, to to the uh, vendors. But uh, anyway, hey, that's what we're going to do this year. Watch our website, uh, watch w5kub.com, and up at the top, click on prizes. Now, I haven't built the prizes up yet, but you can see the prizes for Dayton and Huntsville uh, the last few years. You can see all the prizes listed. I'll be building up a new prize page uh, for, uh, for Huntsville 2021, and um, I'll have a link there. Or you can click on the donate link. There's a donate link at the top of our page, w5kub.com. And just uh, we'll uh, from this point forward, because we're about 30 days out. From this point forward, any um, donation we receive, we're going to put your name in there for this Bob Heil autographed um, Deco series microphone. Anyway, hey, that's my spill on that. What do you, what do you think, Katie? Think we're going to do I, okay? I'm sorry, I was muted. That's I right. think oh, I got like three glasses going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great idea, and I think for everybody who's watching, they agree as well because we've we've done this before for other events where we've had really nice prizes that have been donated that we put in people if they can help donate. Um, you know, everybody who gets to you know who gets to stay home like us, but gets to still enjoy the ham fest virtually and have opportunity to win prizes. You know. It's a, it's a nice way to be able to, you know, <clears throat> you know every $5 helps because, as you guys yeah. all know, Tom does this out of his own pocket to bring all of this to all of the hams. And people log in from around the world to watch and see all the interviews and the people that he talks to. It's such a great service to the ham radio community. So, you know, A, it helps make sure that Tom and Kathy get there and we get to watch our show all weekend long. But it also gives you a chance to, you know, by participating and being part of it, you know, you have a chance to win a really nice prize. And, and obviously, thank you to Bob Heil for donating that. It's a really nice prize. And I've seen those spins. Those are really nice microphones. So um, so hopefully everybody, if you have the opportunity, we, you know, obviously know that not everybody can. But, you know, if there's 100 people watching and everybody chips in $5, then, you know, your gas is hey, covered yeah, and your yeah. hotel and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, I'm trying to bring up the oh man, I'm trying to bring up the website for the uh, Huntsville uh, Hamfest here. Hamfest.org. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Or dot, no, and dot org. Yeah, they have Hamfest the best website. 
Mark, Mark uh, N4BCD, uh, Mark Brown, just uh, posted in the chat room that they Huntsville Ham Fest has squeezed in more flea market tables. They're up oh. to 390 flea Holy market cow. Tables. Yeah, yeah, I saw that wow. show. That's awesome, Mark. That's great. I mean, I think we are all kind of guessing that the flea market was going to be full this year, but the fact that you keep adding more to fit the demand is fantastic. So. Let me see if I can uh, pull a couple oh, things go. up. Now, they're, they're working on a layout. I, and when I talked to Mark uh, this past week, uh, there's some other large vendors that have decided to come in, in Huntsville's uh, – they're trying to find space for them. That's how crowded this thing is getting. They're, they've got, they're trying to find space, so they keep rearranging uh, things. Um, let me see. I want to go to. Uh, I want to go to the the uh, map here. I think it's right here. Well, it's not here. Oh boy. Uh, dealer show information. Yeah, I think it's in the dealer area. Where, where's your producer? She's the one that does your thing. Well, my producer's not here right now. Uh, let's see, dealer show. It's right here. Here we go. Click floor plan. Okay, let me see if I can get this floor plan up. Now, I don't think this is the latest. Mark's telling me that it is changing rapidly. They keep mo moving it to accommodate people. Uh, let's see who we got there. Uh, Glenn, did Glenn? He also just posted that there was a waiting list for tables. Yeah, yeah Glenn had the list? blue screen of death there, show there up. So, oh, there he is. Yay. Who's that? Who's that? Woohoo, it's Glenn. Well, he was already in here. What happened to Glenn? Did he drop out? He, he died. He had the blue his computer died. Blue screen of death oh, okay. for Windows 10. All right. All right. So here is man, here's some of the layout right here for, uh, for Huntsville. Uh, again, you're trying to squeeze in some some big vendors. I'm talking about some manufacturers that that have come in here at this at the kind of a little late in the game and said we've decided we can make it, make us room, and uh, they're going to make them room. And uh, I forget what uh, I, I, I'll mess the numbers up, but the, the uh, they've expanded. They've expanded this room probably by another seventy thousand square feet, seventy or eighty thousand, I think, additional feet. So, um, right now, let's see. Well, you know what? This is uh, this is even an updated map since I saw it last week. But uh, they've moved the uh, entry door down. It used to be. Uh, when walking over from the hotel, it used to be one of the first doors going in, but they've closed that off. And they moved the entry door down a couple more. You can see it's further down toward the uh, right side there. Um, and um, that is all new area they've added there. A lot of vendor tables are all sold out. A lot of, uh, uh, you know, big vendors are going to be there, flea markets there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let me see what's going on here. Yeah, we're okay. going to have a bunch of new vendors too. The uh, the folks uh, that uh, from Phase Doc that uh, built that really nice breadboarding system I reviewed in QST, I think last year. Uh, uh -huh. They they were on the waiting list for a table, and they sent me an email saying they're going to be there. 
So. All right. Well, hey, hey, I can't wait. Guess what? It's coming up soon. That's the next one coming up. It's coming up here in uh, what about a month? Four weeks, I it's guess. Only about three or four weeks away. We're about about three or four weeks away, and hey, we're going down early, and we're staying late. Uh, we yeah, love I'm it going down, down Friday myself. We love it down here. We love it, man. We're gonna we're gonna have fun down here for sure. And uh, you know, we need to get everybody together and do a Friday night show or something. <sighs> We, you do we that could do that. We could we could do we could do a live stream. We could do a live stream from the hotel lobby that that night. Yeah. You know, get everybody together that. and uh you know, we could do something. I was gonna say you did that last time with you and Martin and a couple other folks. Yeah, we did it once. Okay, Mark is saying the space is going from eighty thousand feet to hundred and sixty thousand feet. So they've added eighty thousand square feet. So that is a really Really going to be big, size. man. That's phenomenal. And guess what, guys? They've got the air conditioning to fill that 160,000 feet up to because they can get it cool in there, and that's good. I was going to say, some of those August days over there in Huntsville, you don't want to be outside. That's right. It, it, it gets pretty warm out there, yeah. While we're talking about HamFest, let me mention there's a new HamFest coming up one month after Huntsville. It'll be September 25th, and that will be, uh, it's a new ham fest. It's called the East Tennessee Ham Fest. Uh, it's a, comedy, it's a uh, uh, combining of, I think, three different ham clubs in that region over there, and it's going to be at uh, uh, Sevierville. At the fairgrounds, I believe in Sevierville, and I've been asked to come over there, so I'll be giving a little talk over there. And 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 Bill, you must have taught me well because they even want me to launch a balloon while I'm over there. So I'm going to go outside and I'm going to I'm going to launch a party balloon for them. What do you when, think about when is that? that going to be, Tom? Well, that's going to be uh, that will be uh, September 25th. I'm going to be at the Vet City Vet City like Corvette. Vet City yep. Ham Fest in Bowling Green, Kentucky on October 2nd. And this year, I believe I heard that they were going to have the new head of the ARRL coming to give a talk. So it ought to be a good ham fest. It's, uh, and plus you get to see the Corvette Museum if you, which yeah. is nearby. And, but, uh, and be careful, don't fall in a sinkhole. No, I I was there when that just happened. Yeah. And they uh it was thirty feet deep and it happened right underneath their most prized Corvettes. The oh, one man. millionth and the one point five millionth. Let me tell you, and and, and, and and you know what, it was on video it was on camera, it was recorded. I you watched it afterwards. You have all these these Corvettes lined up there in a circle and all of a sudden the floor opens up and all these Corvettes yeah. just well, start, when I was there, it was uh, about two months later, and you know these little bobcat, small uh, bulldozers? Yeah, yeah, bobcat. Uh, they were two of them down 30 feet deep, smoothing out, and they were pouring gravel and concrete in, and they were oh, wow. down there. But it was too dangerous to actually have humans operating the bobcats. Really? So they were radio-controlled. They were remote-controlled bobcat bulldozers. I really want one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, you might could actually uh, gear that up where it might be functional for a lawnmower too. You know, 
Well, yeah, they, yeah. they, they do have those. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, again, I'm excited. It sounds like we've got some really good ham fest coming up. Yeah. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. And I may have to try and come over to that one in September. Uh, that sounds like it'd be a, a really fun one, too. We don't know how large it's going to be yet. Uh, they're combining three groups together. Uh, hopefully, it'll be big. They they think they might pull 3,000, 4,000 people. Uh, wow. You know, so That's I don't know. It, it might That's be a, a good one. We're going to have a ham fest here in Wyoming in October, and uh, Mike and 7ZEF was asking earlier in the chat if we're going. So we actually, we have our uh, Devil's Tower Image Radio Club meeting this Saturday, and going to kind of see if we can't convince some of our fellow club members to venture down to Cheyenne, Wyoming for that weekend in October. Be a great chance for them to get to meet other hams in the state, and here's some, you know, they're still building the forums and what have you, but... We're excited just to get another ham fest finally yeah. in the state. We haven't had one here, obviously, in a couple of few years either. Um, not only from COVID, but also just, you know, one of the problems with us here is that our population is so small. So our clubs, you know, we feel like we're kind of doing pretty good with, you know, 15 active members. But, you know, you need more than that to actually pull off a convention or ham fest. And, and that's the problem, you know, we have, and we're so far apart, it makes it really challenging for people and expensive to be able to travel and depending on when you hold it. Like right now, even in our little town, I mean, the hotel rooms are going for like 200 bucks a night. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, they're just little, you know, drive yeah. up, um, you know, motels, but it's tourist season. So you got to plan your stuff around tourist season too. So that's why our event, I think, is probably in October, but really looking forward to that. And no, Katie oh. won't let me shoot tourists during tourist season. Can't figure out why. Stop wow. that. <laughs> well, hey, Mar you know, Mark, is saying, Mark just said that they had uh, they've uh, up to 390 tables now in the flea market. That's quite wow. a large flea market, 390 tables, and they're sold out. Yeah. They are uh, sold out. He also out. made a correction. It's up to 140,000 yep, square feet. Yep, yep, yep. So John so there says he needs the uh, LMR 400. John, you, you might have a good chance of winning it. Uh, just tune in. <laughs> tune in, and uh, um, it will be shipped to put, you. Put me down you, for a roll, me. Tom. Put what? <laughs> put me <laughs> down for a roll or two. Yeah, I'm okay. going to have to log in and remotely. <laughs> so at, at Huntsville, they're actually going to prove that you can cram, you know, 12 pounds of corn in a 10-pound sack, right? You got it. Let's see. Is that a southern thing? No, uh, it's usually something else that they cram into something else. But, no. <laughs> oh. But that's a polite way of saying it. They're going to cram 12 pounds of corn in a 10-pound sack. Uh, we may have to beep that. I'm tonight, not sure what it is. I don't think I've ever, him. I've never heard that. But uh, <laughs> I know that Glenn has because he nodded. He's heard it before and in real form. <laughs> yes. Is that hey, is, is that a, is that something you'd use in the Marines? It's something you use everywhere when you try to get too much stuff in too small a space. Oh, yes. okay. All right. Well, all right. There's well, I don't think that's really true because they they just expanded the space and they got big wide aisles for Yeah. So they put 12 pounds of stuff in a 10 pound space. No, they, right, got I just space. Both of you. They, they got more space now. 
They're putting more and more space. Hey, I'm excited about this, guy. Let me go back to this real quick. Hey, next week, and I hey, maybe I won't get off track here. Next week, guys, this is the project for next week right here. That is going to be a 40-meter CW transmitter right there. The pill bottle, 9-volt battery, everything. That's the entire... What was that? Are you going to use a color burst uh, crystal for the... No, no, color burst would be 3.5 something or, you know. Oh, okay. No, this is a, this will be in the uh, QRP band, the 7023, I think. You can see the crystal. i got okay. the crystal right here in the very bottom center if you look real close. Yeah, 7023 is what all the pixie boards come So, in. So, uh, and it's not going to take, not going to take but about half that amount of wire. So, so the pill bottle is going to be the form, and we're going to, we're going to build this transmitter up. I'll, I'll film it. I'll video it. I'll video making a contact, and we're going to show you next week. And in fact, I've looked at this thing. I could eliminate a couple parts out of there, and this thing would still work. I think I could eliminate that little capacitor right there. It would still work. I could eliminate the BNC connector. It would still work. Hmm. Um, let me see. What else could I eliminate? Let me let me you look here. You could take the 9-volt battery away and use a power supply. Well, I could, but yeah, but I mean. Well, this is exactly one of our projects we're looking at for this fall is doing a, a, a building of 40-meter kit, oh, really? kit like that. Yeah, we're, well, but we're this looking is, at the this QRP is, Labs kits. Yeah, yeah, this is very but basic. I, I want to see what uh, he's doing because that might this be is, This is going to be very basic, though. You, you'll have much yeah. more radio with the QRP well, that's Labs. Okay. Uh, it's just to get some hands-on experience. Yeah. Plus, so, we all have plenty of pill bottles laying around. So, so this thing, this thing will run. It will run up to. It'll run up to about 500 milliwatts. And typically, you could use a 2N2222 uh, NPN silicon transistor or a 3904. Uh, actually, the little transistor I, I picked out there, uh, it's a little metal case. And the reason I picked the metal case out is. I've got some little heat sinks I can slip over that metal case right here. This is this. Will, say I have a few of those. If you yeah. don't have any uh, heat sinks, it'll yeah. This will be uh, this will be about 400. Well, at 12 volts, it's about 500 milliwatts. I think at nine volts, uh, if we can get 300 milliwatts out, but uh, I'm not sure if I can make that 300 milliwatts. Make it to the antenna? I don't know. Yeah. Tom, there's a comment in the uh, chat room. This will conquer the Cuban yeah, jamming. Yeah, yeah. Well, this will slip under. This will uh, slip only, under the Cuban radar right here for yeah, sure. Only if you use Dwayne's full limit ballon with a full limit amp. <laughs> so, yeah. so, Tom, yeah. could you replace your transistor with something like a TO22 case? Uh, get up to closer to a watt and a half out? Well, uh well, possibly. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can keep you can keep putting bigger and bigger parts in it and running more and more current through it. I think you probably could, but we're gonna we're gonna try to go minimum, minimum, minimal, whatever the word is. We're gonna try to make it. We're gonna make it small. You know, five <laughs> okay. parts. We're gonna we're gonna talk across the U.S. with five little bitty parts. That's cool. Yeah, I'm wondering, you know, you know last week, uh, uh, Alan talked about how much power would damage your radio, you know, your receiver right. if it came back in. So this thing could be up to 500 milliwatts. And I think last week he said 100 milliwatts was safe. Uh, anything after 100 milliwatts probably is not safe. So I probably will just use an antenna switch 
to switch, you know, this transmitter in and out with the receiver, because, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to take a 38 cents uh, transmitter and and wipe out my 7610. I don't want to do that. So. Yeah. So when you get ready to fire that up, send me a text, and if I'm around okay. or available, I'll, oh, okay. I'll jump on and see if we can't uh, can't hear you. Yeah, we'll, uh, a guy that uh, uh, years ago in '73 magazine, um, he took a 28.322 clock oscillator, the ones in the metal tins with the four leads. Yeah, uh, they ran off five volts, and they put out 28. It, uh, 28.322 was a very common one, and of course, 14.318. Uh, all multiples of uh, color burst, and this this 28.322 uh, uh, module actually put out about 50 milliwatts, and so he just had a Morse code key, a nine volt lantern battery, yeah, and this clock oscillator, and fed it to his antenna, and he was able and a straight key, <clears throat> and he was able to work all states on on 10 meters. And still had enough charge in the battery to keep operating after doing that. And so it was just a matter. 10 meters was pretty hot at the time. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's starting to pick up. Just this last weekend, uh, I started hearing short skip, real short skip on 20 meters. And that's a tip-off. The 10 meters is likely open. 6 meters is probably open. And it was. It was just open to Europe. And it was open all over the United States. And two meters was open to Puerto Rico from here uh, for brief periods. Two meters is really cool when it when it opens up, and it's pretty rare. But it, you hear uh, it sounds like twenty meter pileup, and then it goes whoosh. And you can hear the the muff yeah. whooshing through t uh, two meters, just up and down, and waves, and, and then you hear this amazing pileup from thousands of miles away, and then gone. Hmm. And but it was it was high enough. I think uh, somebody told me it went up to 174 megahertz uh, a few a few days ago. But uh, when you see short skip uh, on 20 meters, uh, <clears throat> you know that's a tip off that 10 meters, six meters, and possibly two meters is opening up. Oh yeah. Well, and I've got uh, some of those little uh, oscillators you're talking about, but they're not in the ham bands. Uh, but I, I think I've seen some on eBay. I may buy me some of those and play with them. Well, you some know, of them are programmable. Yeah, uh, you can yeah. actually program them to um, any uh, frequency within the range oh, okay. that you set up for. And so you can actually set up uh, any frequency you want. Okay, I'll look into that. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find the, um, the specs on them. I think Epson used to sell them. I'll see if they still sell those. You know, you'd, you'd think a guy that could work with Arduinos really good would be able to program a programmable VFO. <laughs> well, yeah, DDS, I think, is what it is. Glenn. Yeah. And by the way, Glenn may be falling. Glenn, hey, Glenn may be falling asleep. On, Glenn has been having to get up at 2 o'clock every morning and go to work. They're doing some major network upgrades and stuff. So, Glenn, is, uh, Glenn we thank you for hanging, here, hanging in here with us tonight because I know you're... I know Pure you got to go to bed at some point and try to get a few hours sleep. 
Well, I get to sleep in tomorrow. I don't have to wake up until five. Oh, okay. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's good. Woohoo, that's yeah. Good. But, you know, uh, I'm wondering, Dwayne, you, you kind of brought that up. If he's talking 300 milliwatts, what would be the output of the uh, DDS module if it's a five volt output? How many milliwatts can we get out of that thing? Probably well, three hundred at best. Yeah. I'm thinking, yeah, we can get, we can do we can do it with an Arduino and a DDS, and we can, you know, give it a VFO instead of All a right. crystal. So All I right. can Here's do it with deal. parts But too. then we get. You can also pump that signal right into the uh, right into the base of a transistor, build a simple yeah know, class a amplifier, amplifier yeah. and get up to about three watts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or I could put it on my Alpha eighty six and run a hundred watts. I don't know. Hey, look, hey, I got an idea, guys. You know, we always on this show, we always try to do the impossible. Hey, here we go. They're talking about pirate with a with a potato. Pirate. Now, I don't think we pirate yeah. with a potato, but guess what? I think a lemon would work. I think you could take some lemons and series those lemons. Maybe series parallel. You know, a bunch of lemons. I think we could get enough power out of lemons to run it. So, if I can make this thing successful on a nine-volt battery, and if we can make some contacts with it, then. I'll have our producer here uh, get a bag of lemons, and we will work on lemon power for the next show. Well, now, now, Tom, everybody has done a lemon transmitter. Well, have they? I haven't. Yeah. I want to see you do a lemon amplifier. <laughs> well, and, uh, and get at least 10 watts out of that thing. He needed a whole tree you know, for that. Yeah. Tom, yeah. <laughs> if you take your plates... Make your battery plates up, your copper and zinc plates, yeah. and wrap them into a roll of paper towel so that you go, you know, copper, zinc, copper, zinc, copper, zinc, copper, zinc as you roll them up. You could probably get 12, 14 volts out of that with one lemon in the juice. Well, copper I'm zinc, not sure about zinc, the current. It sounds like a why song. Don't I, why don't I just drop the zinc in the whatever? Why don't I just drop it in a, <laughs> in a, in a, in a solution of uh, sulfuric acid and water, you know? Yeah, the trouble with sulfuric acid is if your battery is yeah. too simple, it'll just eat the pro. Eat yeah. the well, you right have to make away. a quick contact for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Glenn, I do have the perfect chip for you that's good on all HF bands, and uh, that would be the SI 5351A labs. And there's already libraries to set those up for the Arduino. Yeah. Uh, but it puts yeah. out about. 10 to 12 milliwatts, so then you would have to, and that's what Tom has been using in his uh, yeah. balloon transmitters. And I've measured, you have to amplify I, you know, that up, of course, but uh, then it then it's frequency agile. And I measured chip. the chip itself yeah. costs about three bucks. I measured, yeah. uh, I think 11 point uh, 11.7 milliwatts. In fact, uh, my, new, right. my new my uh, new analyzer. Actually, I can I can take it off DBM and I can put it in watts, and it'll actually read the wattage there. Uh, it was last one I registered read was uh, I think eleven point seven, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's what the Bidex radio uses is the fifty three fifty one. Don't know, don't know. Yeah. Hey guys, let's everybody stand by just a second. We'll be back in a minute here. We've been having some fun tonight, so stand by. June kicked off hurricane season, and another rough wildfire season may be on the horizon. When natural disaster strikes, cellular towers and power grids can quickly become overloaded and down. 
Emergency comms need to be instant, reliable, and allow interoperation with other organizations and agencies. Amateur radio provides reliable emergency communications with the added security of system redundancy. In addition to our lineup of amateur D-Star digital HF and analog radios, our IC SAT 100 portable satellite radio and the IP501HM LTE radios are an ideal solution for the additional coverage. ICOM's ICSAT 100 is the perfect handheld satellite radio for use outside of cellular or network range by operating on Iridians, constellation of satellites, quickly and easily connect with other PTT devices, even from remote areas. The IP501H and the IP501M radios provide instant wide area coverage over LTE. By using an LTE network, you bypass the need for a pre-existing infrastructure, allowing nationwide coverage without the added cost of building and maintaining your own. Connect to all of these devices and more, even systems operating on different protocols, with the VEPG4 ROIP gateway. From land mobile and LTE radios to IP communications terminals and IP phone systems, they work together to form one seamless an uninterrupted network ensuring your comms are received. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed stations, portable and remote, an LDG tuner will match your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. LDG is a family-owned and operated company dedicated to bringing innovative, quality products to the amateur market. All LDG products carry a full two-year warranty that is fully transferable. Support is only a phone call or email away. We're always here to help you. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. All right, and we are back. We've been having a lot of fun tonight, talking about a lot of different things, man. Some crazy things, but I think we can do them. I think, I think we can make a contact with a lemon. I think we can. Yeah. I still want the lemon amp. We're gonna do it. Well, that may be a that may be a show three weeks. Be a lemon amp or a treadmill powered. That amp. may be a show three weeks down the road. Uh, the lemon amp, you know. Now I've seen some lemon amps out there. If you know what I mean. Yeah, but we're talking using the fruit and the juice oh, of that oh, fruit. Oh, okay. All right. Not, a, not an amp that is a lemon? Yeah. No, we're not yeah. talking about an amp made by Brand X. Oh, yeah. You can probably <laughs> do it with a whisper transmitter, Tom. You can do a lemon-powered whisper transmitter. Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the phone lines up and I'm gonna invite everybody to join us on uh, Zoom if they want to. So let me put the link in here, and uh, we'll just invite everybody to uh, join us in the show tonight. And we're just interested to see what you want to talk about. So here's a uh, here's a link, and uh, our regulars will show up. Yeah, and 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 let's see, Katie, I I, I think you are. Uh, are you a co-host? I mean, are you set up as a... I'm going to make you as a co-host there. There we go. Okay. I'm gonna make Katie an and it's official. We just doubled your pay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So you're, you can help okay. approve people uh, as they come in. All right. Uh, join with audio. Okay. Let's get the phone number up. You are the 
here if I can find it. I know it Make sure you some... guys use your call sign when you log in if you can. It makes it easier. Make sure I know it's. Let's see. Phone lines legit. are right there. Okay. Ooh, I have the power. I can mute Glenn. All right. There's somebody in. There's, there's a, Don. There's a Don. Y'all let him in there. Katie, I did. He's working on it. You can mute me whenever you want, but just remember every act. <laughs> Did he get muted? <laughs> she muted him right in the middle of the Yeah, yeah. All right. There will be a time. Hey, okay, there's Bill, there's Bill. That was too good. You like, I mean, you pitched it and I... Yeah, yeah. that was perfect, perfect. You served her a softball. She you had really did. nothing but I, swing at yeah, her. Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. You know, with a straight line like that, it's going to have to get taken. <laughs> Hi, Bill. All right. Come on, guys. Look, we get the phone lines yeah, open. Bill, if you, are you sh really sure you want to join this Zoom? <laughs> if you're, uh, if you're too Bill, shy, if, you, if you're too shy to get in on Zoom, dial the phone number there. I've got it up on the screen. Dial the phone number. I'll bring you on the phone again. Our great phone system can handle 1,000 simultaneous phone calls. That means we can do 1,000 at a time. Oops. Let's see. Yeah, y'all be careful. Katie's got her hand on the mute button. She's not <laughs> afraid to use it. Let me see if I can move. Let, let me see if I can. Three. <laughs> Let's see. Well, let me let me try to let me try to adjust this just a little bit here. Let's see. Let me see if I can. Let me see if oh. I can. Do you want to sit in the middle of us? We can. There we. There we. Wait. wait I, in the middle. I think I got it now. Let's see. Wait. 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 Come back this way. I think we got it. Who? <laughs> you <Mute> this. <laughs> all right. All right. I'll quit playing. I'll quit playing. I'll quit. I'll quit playing here. Let's see. Let me do this. So, Tom, you're not nearly as cute as she is. I know. I know. I know. So that's, that's that why works. my picture. That's why my picture is smaller here. Let's see. Where's the zoom bigger. link? Okay. Let me post the zoom link again. Jonathan, she swings. She hits. It's a home run. <laughs> All right. So All right. who we got in here? Who we got? Don's what? here. I don't yeah. see him yet. Charlie's here. Cool. Let's just say I've got a whiteboard and I know how to use it. <laughs> All right. We should do that. Uh, and okay. nobody, nobody's calling in on the phone. Is it's phone old style now? Is that like yeah, yeah. old timey? You know. Phone anymore? Yeah, everybody's everybody's doing Zoom these days. Yeah. yeah. Right. You, know, you need to open up an FT8 line, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody What's going doesn't. on in your neck of the woods, Bill? Uh, not a whole lot. I've been doing I've been doing a lot of parks on the air uh, recently, and uh, a matter of fact, I'm I'm doing a presentation on parks on the air for one of the local clubs uh, later on this month. Oh, that's awesome! I just did a club presentation for. Um, um, what was it Kentucky Northern Kentucky? club and got on zoom and it was a lot of fun i saw a few people i knew and a bunch i didn't and uh yeah there's um yeah that was really kind of neat 
That must be Lonnie joining us. And he's muted. And, hey, hey, guys! If you if you guys out there have any uh, uh, suggestions for little projects or things you'd like to see, uh, shoot me an email or put them in a chat room. Always looking for something There's to Bill. build here. We got we got Bill in here. Yeah. yeah. So so Glenn, you got those fuzzy cats. Why don't you build one that runs off static electricity as you pet the cat? <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can do that. Except this would probably put out about 100 watts. Yeah. <laughs> it probably would. Beast. That's a lot of cat. Speaking of a lot of cat. All right, we got some phone calls. Hey, we got some phone calls coming in, man. Oh, all right. Let's see. Let me crank the volume up. Let's see who's in here. All right. Who's on the phone? Speaking of a lot of cat. Hey, Hey, Russ. How you doing? Hey, Tom. We got Russ in there, Russ. Thanks for having me in. Yeah. Hey, stand by, Russ. Stand by this minute. I will see who else is in there. Who Who else? Somebody from Dayton, Ohio is in there. Who's from Dayton? Hey, John. Uh, this is Cliff from Dayton, Ohio. KAA Garden of Vegetables. Garden of Vegetables. Okay. Well, who is that? Uh, what's your name again? I forget. Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I got uh, distracted here. Cliff, okay, you've called in before, and Russ has called in before. All right, yeah. let's get some more people in here. Now, why did you decide to call in on the phone instead of Zoom? I, I need because to... I was muted. Oh, you were what? Who is I'm that? hearing somebody listening to the show. If you guys have it on YouTube, mute that down so we don't yeah, hear Yeah, if you guys, whoever's listening there, if you can mute uh, the audio on the video that's playing. Yeah, if you do that too much, we get into this time loop thing, and it's going to be like Groundhog Day all over again. Yeah. Or right. back to the future. <laughs> I, I'm trying to do that. Yeah, I think it's, go it's gone now. Okay, I think he huh? did it. All right. Well, hey, Russ, have, haven't heard hold from on, you in a while. What have you been up to, Russ? Hi, John. Glad glad you could uh, work me in tonight. Uh, hi to everybody. You uh, and Katie and Clown and Dwayne and I guess I'm okay. Any B's not on there tonight. Hey, got a, a question on the balance. Been working with antennas and I, I live in an apartment, like I've said before. So been working on a lot of antennas. And, uh, different uh, ratings, you know, the one-to-ones, the four-to-ones, the nine-to-ones and all this. However, the thing that gets me is how do I know when to use or what would be the best to use a current ballon or a voltage ballon on what type of antenna? All right. Now, we're going to have to let the expert answer that because I don't even know the question. I see that same question all the time, current versus voltage. So, Katie, go ahead. <laughs> Wayne, what do you got to say? Okay. <laughs> I would say give Bob a call. He, he's friendly yeah. on the phone, and he can answer your questions. I mean, balance science is balance science. And, you know, to me, it's magic. We wind a few windings this way and a few windings that way, and all of a sudden we come out with a 15-to-1 balance or a 1-to-1 balance or any combination there in between. Um, I would say give Bob, give Bob a call at Balance Designs. He answers the phone. He talks to you, yep. and he would know the answer. Yeah. You know, you look at the diagram okay, of a balance. Well, thank, 
You look at the diagram. Well, and thank you for that information. I'll yeah. do that. I've been down designs before, but I never know. Okay, well, I didn't do this. A nine to one works, or I replace one. A four to one works better. But by seeing then one was a voltage balance, one's a, a, a current balance. So what am I doing wrong here, or, or right, or whatever? So I'll give you a call. Thank you for your information. Yeah, he'll be the best guy to uh, to to talk to you about that. And you know, you look at the diagram of a balance. I don't see any difference really between a current and a, a voltage balance. Tell you the truth. I mean, maybe I'm not looking. At the right ones. Well, I did see that uh, current, uh, an actual current balance has two cores in it. What some of the cheaper companies do, you put one core in there and call it a current balance. Yeah. So, Katie, down, down, down. <laughs> or him up. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll still let somebody else in here. Thanks for your help. How <laughs> you do it right here? Oh my goodness. This is like the pre-show. We're always like this on the pre-show. Yeah. Hi, Bill. <laughs> you want to say something, Bill? Anybody? Unmute yourself. Oh. He's muted. Okay. Uh, when I upgraded to general class, okay, I went and had 65 feet of wire around my living room, okay? And I had another 65 feet of wire that I had a, um, what was it, Tokyo High, it was a Tokyo High Power um, antenna tuner. There was a wire attachment and a ground, okay? <laughs> I put one on the wire attachment, one, uh, let's see, the wire attachment was the one that I sent out off the balcony and down the side of the building when I was on the 16th floor. The, the ground was... <laughs> The one that I used around the the, the base of, of my apartment. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could work just about all the bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't really need a, a, a balance. I mean, you know, if you got an antenna tuner that's got a wire connector, I mean, you know, use that. Well, if you just throw a piece of wire out and get a signal to it, it'll work. Yeah. Some, but, of the, yeah. some of those antenna tuners have balance built in, yeah. especially yeah. ones that have a wire feed on it. Right. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. I still have it. Yeah. When I when I moved uh, across town uh, uh, here in Weddington, uh, I unfortunately moved into another HOA, and uh, I picked up one of the uh, NFED antennas that are uh, the, that were <clears throat> being manufactured by the ham club in hawaii and i put that in in this room i put and ran it around the around the walls now i'm not sure what that would have added up to an rf exposure and have to have to calculate that but that might uh, be an alternative uh, for an apartment uh until you can find a way to uh, sneak the wire outside where it'll do where it'll do more good but uh, I worked all kinds of stuff uh, from, uh, you know, inside the, uh, the radio room. Well, I had, uh, when I was in an apartment in college, uh, we were very limited as to where we put an antenna wire. So I put it between two apartment buildings along the wall. I didn't have a ground. It was just a random long piece of wire that I tuned up with my radio. But I would get sparks from the microphone off on my lip. It was really 
pretty nasty as far as an RF uh, interference. And I started getting into the upstairs neighbor stereo, which was a good thing because he would go to bed playing music full blast and downstairs all i would hear would be the bass sounds bump bump mm-hmm. bump the bump and he'd leave that on all night so i thought uh-huh i wonder if i could pavlovian <laughs> modify his behavior with ham radio so i found the right frequency that would get into his speaker wires the worst and i'd key down more code right in the middle of his song it would go Oh, baby, and then bomb, 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 bomb. And then he would get out of bed, bang on the stereo, and turn the volume down. And finally, it got him to the point where he would turn it down to an acceptable <laughs> volume. If he would go above it, it would start keying it again. That's awesome. And sometimes I'd get him to just turn it off completely. So it really worked for a while. And then one day, there was no music whatsoever. And I saw him in the hallway, and he says, Hey, you're studying electronics. Uh, my my radio goes bump, bump, bump every once in a while, and sometimes I hear voices in the middle of the song, these distorted voices, and you know, it was like my stereo's possessed. What do you think it is? They said I took it in and I sent it to the repair shop. I said, well, that was probably a good idea. Uh, but, in the future, but I recommend because I thought he figured out I did it, but uh, fortunately he didn't. So I told him, in the future, I would make sure that the volume is no more than 25%, and that way it will never do that again. You won't have to take it in and get repaired again. That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I moved I to Fargo. on his floor if he's hearing voices. Yeah, well, I also ran mobile uh, on 20 meters, and I was outside of... Uh, I think it was an IGA store in Maine, and uh, I um, noticed that my uh, my 20 meter signal was getting into their speaker system for announcements, and so I said, "Oh, that's pretty good." So I said in a nice, clear, slow voice, uh, "T-bone steak, 10 cents a pound, special." And then I ran in, and there was this angry mob in the uh, deli department and the meat department demanding their 10-cent T-bone steaks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. When, when we lived in Fargo, when I moved to Fargo in 1997, I uh, lived in the third-floor apartment. And I asked the owner of the apartments if I could put an antenna up, and she said, no way, no how. Well, you know, idea struck, and about three weeks later, I asked her, I said, can I put a bird feeder up? And she goes, oh, yeah, no problem, put a bird feeder up. And so I went to Walmart, and I bought a plastic bird feeder, put two little eyes on it, screw eyes on the top of it, and run a messenger wire out from my apartment down to the, down to the, uh, um, uh, the, the garage corner and hooked it up on the garage corner, and I slid the, the bird feeder out on that, and the birds would come in and eat, and... It just happened to be, it was a wire that ran from the apartment down. <laughs> so that was my antenna. And I did that for about six months. And nobody ever paid any attention to it. You see, I would have done it the other way and made it a hundred foot tall bird feeder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. If hey, you're, Tom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. But, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good story there. Well, I live there. I'm not allowed to put up no outside antennas because people kind of be watching and stuff. So can't put up no outside antennas. I, 
have to use an indoor one myself. I don't have one up right now, but that's one of the things I'm going to be looking for in Huntsville. But anyway, uh, hey, you got to have the Hunts, the uh, W5KUB Orchestra there, like you did a few years ago. Uh, you you got to you got to bring them back. Uh, they they were a good group. I, I I watched you live there on on the stream and uh, with uh, Don. Uh, you talking uh, about AE5W? Yeah. You talking about you talking about bringing the band back? Bring them back. You talking about bringing the band back? Yeah. Yeah, the Booze Brothers. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Let me see if I can find them. Yeah. Let me see. Let me see if I can find them here real quick. Let's see. Uh, wasn't prepared for that tonight, but yeah, you, we need to we need to get the band back together for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. That I am looking forward to that. That's this will be my first time going to uh, Alabama and Huntsville. And I'm going to make a little vacation out of it, and uh, and everything. And I'm going to look at some of the sites and uh, and go see the convention and and everything like that. And we miss you folks here in Dayton. We will next year we're having a convention, no doubt about it. They're putting it together as we speak. So. Okay. <laughs> And everything. All right. Well, look. So hey, hey. Right. Yeah, the good everything. idea. Good idea. I will try to get the band back together. Uh, here we go. Listen to this.
So we will try. We will try to get the band back together this year. It's been a couple years. Yeah. And, uh, we will. We'll do that. In fact. Yeah. In fact, uh, I, the, our booth is going to be right next to the stage. That would be perfect yeah. spot. Well, maybe maybe we just surprise everybody on the stage. We'll do a we'll do a tune right in the middle of the show. You know. Yeah. 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 I'm glad we're not they going. do on those one things where they have those surprise singing things, uh, like at the train station or whatever, and all of a sudden a bunch of people start singing. And, uh, oh, yeah. 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 Flash mob. Yeah. Hey, hey Tom. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, sir. WZ1L here. Yeah. Hey, uh, could, could you let me share my screen? I want to show a picture. Uh, Mike can do that. Let's see. Oh, uh, well, let's see. I have to hit the right button here. Okay, I won't get off yeah, of here, okay. so All I'll right. see you guys later. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Do All right, we'll this? see you, Russ. Bye, Russ. We'll see. All right, you go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Do you, do you see this? No. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. All right, hold on a second. I forget where I'm doing things here. I use this all the time, and yet I don't. I don't share this. All right, so if I click here, and I want that, and I want to share that. There we go. All right. All you I'm remember see this? All I'm seeing now, Bill, is your password. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the combination of my luggage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, you know, w w w w this is the only time that I made it to Huntsville. I wanted to share it. All right, uh, I've got a black. I've got a black We're not screen. It, yeah. it says. There we go. There oh, it is. there it is. There it is, right there. All right, there, there's some of the crazies right there. You got some crazies. Let me get this out of the way here. There we go. Yeah. We converged upon them. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, and uh, how about that? That that, that kid. That uh, uh, he who won the uh, yeah that, uh, what was it seventy six ten oh yeah 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 that was uh, two years ago yeah the miracle of that is that kid beat out both Tom and Joe for that radio oh man I put a Are lot of, I put a lot Joe of tickets out? in yeah. I put a lot of tickets in for that but yeah, that's how okay did he beat Joe though <laughs> that's good okay luck. that's okay well, I was watching that video and it was funny to see christopher so short and you know young in that video with you guys when you yeah, yeah. band because he's now you know taller than everybody and has now graduated high school and yeah i was just checking in with his dad not too long ago we were catching up and um i can't it, he says he's taller than him now i think he's topping six feet but. oh wow yeah <laughs> yeah well, you know, uh, he, he came prepared. Uh, I think I'm the only one that forgot to put my sunglasses on. I, I had the saxophone, but... Um, yeah, but you you were rocking that vest. Well, I would rock... I, I, I usually rock better with my sunglasses on, I'll tell you. I really do. So, uh, I've got another version of that where they throw a bunch of water bottles and a chicken at us at the end. So, yeah, yeah. did you get the cigarette lighter fixed in the car? Uh, fixed in a car. What, what do you mean by that? I don't know. Apparently, you never saw the Blues Brothers. Oh, the car oh, would be just okay. fine if you fix a cigarette lighter. Oh, okay, okay. I know what you're talking about now. now. Hey, Charlie and Don and Lonnie, y'all are being quiet. Come on, hop yeah. in and get a word in sideways. 
Yeah. And Mike just joined in too. Hi, so, Mike. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll have to pull a one up where, in fact, I actually, I took a, I took a rubber chicken. I, it took me a week to find a rubber chicken before Huntsville, but uh, I found one and we had the audience out there lined up with a whole bunch of empty water bottles and a chicken. And uh, they, uh, at the end of the song, they threw it in there. The chicken came in so fast, you almost don't see it. Hey, yeah, Mike. Hey, part of that crowd, hey, how you doing, I Mike? How you doing, Mike? Hold, I got a mute. Yeah. Okay. There. How you doing up here in the Uber? Yeah, it's Uber's we're doing just fine. Uper. Up here. You, you Uper's are doing good, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Nice, calm, cool, sixty degrees here all day today. It was ninety yesterday, so we're enjoying oh. it. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds yeah, nice. Ninety-one here today. Let me see what it is here right now. It's uh, well, it's not bad. Seventy-four, seventy-five. It's still eighty-two here, yeah. according to my computer. Yeah. It's been hot. Hey, let me make a quick announcement here. Uh, if you're listening out there on the radio and you're wondering what this wild and crazy bunch is, this is. A show about ham radio. Now we're not all this crazy all the time, but this is a show about ham radio. Yeah, we're just having a little fun tonight. We're having a little fun tonight uh, with uh, I. Well, we we usually say the word ham radio at least five times during the show, and that makes it legal. And right. we actually are this goofy all the time, so don't listen to him. So so if you're listening on shortwave again, this is our little. This is our. uh, this is our little announcement for the shortwave listeners. If you're listening to the show tonight, this is about ham radio. It's Amateur Radio Roundtable. Send us an email. Let us know where you are. I like getting emails from people that are listening to the show on shortwave. You can send it to tom at w5kub.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know where you are. And uh, if you want to join the show, actually, if you're listening on shortwave, you're actually hearing the show on Thursday evening. Uh, that's when the show is... Uh, uh, broadcast on, on Thursday evening, but our show is live on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Just go to YouTube, YouTube, and search for W5KUB on YouTube, and you can join us. We have a chat room, we got phone lines, we got Zoom. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So thanks for tuning in. Now, where were we, guys? Who knows? Mike, uh, Mike, uh, you've been here the whole show, Mike, or did you just come in late at, toward the end? Or? I think I got in a little late. Okay. It, it's yeah. summertime. It's our day. Uh, you know, it stays late here in UP until almost 10 o'clock at night. So we can, you know, uh, that's, uh, uh, yeah. I you know, sometimes I, I forget about the time. You know, Mike, yeah, I, it stays uh, light here late too. I traveled nice. a lot in my, my, la- my job, and I would go to places like Amsterdam, and, uh, uh, it, it surprised me the first few times I was there. I would wake up and I'd look out the window at the hotel at two o'clock in the morning, and the sun would still be shining. <laughs> That's not that long, here. Man, it was it was like you know it's just unbelievable, man. Yeah. I went fishing in Canada one year with a friend of mine, and he said uh, we'll we'll jump up at first light and head out and go fishing. He was beating on the hotel room door at about 2.30 in the morning. He goes, where are you? And I said, uh, "Yeah, it's just 2.30. He goes, it's light. Get out here. Let's yeah, go fishing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I work at a state welcome center here, uh, one of the state welcome centers, and we got people, that, tourists that come in, and they'll be telling us the next morning, oh, we just couldn't believe it. Last night, it was still late at 10 o'clock. We're used to it being dark long. 
Yeah. Oh man. Hey guys, we got a few chores to. Speaking of okay. light, I gotta get take care of my gardens and things and hide my to, flowers. You have to run here because so. I came. Go right ahead, Katie. Yeah, you didn't have to. Well, run yeah, Mike, I came that in. is true. No. Go ahead, Katie. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Bye, Mike. No. <laughs> and and take care of that. Let's see. Did I? We'll be Let's back see. next week. Yeah, yeah. And you just reminded me. I have make... a few, I have a few things to do. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be busy, and, too. And for those people who are wondering why I'm not on radio, 80 and 160 aren't open until long after the show is closed for me now. So yeah. um, it, it, as wintertime rolls around, you'll probably see more in the back of my head than you do now. So. <laughs> All right. You watch the progress of his ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. See you, Katie. Okay. Oh, we'll see, see you. you has, Glenn, has Glenn already left us? Glenn? Uh, no, Glenn, Glenn's there. Glenn's there. He's no, still, he's leaving. Still so he's still I haven't in. muted him. Yeah, she's leaving, so she won't be able to mute you. Yeah, Glenn, the, the Glenn's problem doing... is I'm about to go mute myself. It's, yeah. <laughs> we're going on like 16 hours awake now. For, oh, yeah, you need to go to sleep. Yeah, go to right. sleep. You're Bye, getting guys. sleepy. <laughs> we will see you all next Good week, night, I hope. Yeah. Good night. Real. All right, guys. Well, don't forget. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out also. Okay. Uh, good night, everybody. Great uh, great seeing some of the folks that I've seen good, on Bill. the uh, on on the little uh, side chat. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, see you uh, next week. Okay, Bill. Thanks for joining us here, man. And uh, I, I'm gonna be over North Carolina way uh, late September. I'm going to. The Sevierville Ham Fest, September 25th, and then after that, we're going to go over to Tuckasegee. Be kind of over in your neighborhood, I think. 73, we'll see you later. Yeah. So, let's see. Just to remind everybody again, we got Huntsville Ham Fest coming up August the 20th and 21st, I think. And then we got yeah, the East, right. East Tennessee Ham Fest. It's the new Ham Fest, September 25th. Oh, I am the, so looking forward to yeah. Hempus. I've got two and a half years worth of stuff I need to sell so I can buy new stuff. That sounds like everybody. Our one, one UP Hempus, they canceled last year. And they, they didn't think they were having it this year, but the whole ball of a month ago, a group of guys got together over in Delta County, and they, they couldn't go to the same place they've been going to. But they, they threw one together, so we already got people in their campers coming in internet. So everybody's just waiting to get into them. Well, and I'm waiting. I want to get. I want to buy me something new, man. I want something new to play with. I don't care if it's a 1938 radio. It'll be new to me. I want something. I just. I want to do something different. And you know, speaking of I doing want something parts. different. You know, Glenn. Speaking of something different. You know, I, I want to have the show every week to try to do a little electronic project. But one of the things I'd like to do and and get going again is. Maybe the 630 meter band, you know, 450 KC, 470 KC, somewhere in that area. Um, and um, there's people out there now that have worked, uh, they're working all states on that 630 meter band now. But and, I'm not uh, sure your 10 milliwatts is going to get you very far down there. You're, you're allowed to well, run. I will tell you. What was that, uh, Bill? Uh, I've been working uh, 22 meters. Yeah, 20, 22 or 20, 2200? 22 meters, which oh. is 13.553. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. 
So okay. you're talking about the loafer band. Yeah, yeah. This is called the Heifer band. H-I-F-E-R. There, there's also there's also a 2200 meter band. I'm not going to attempt yes. that. I'm not going to attempt that. That's uh, pushing it. I'm but the thinking, really cool thing on the Heifer band is I've been running five milliwatts and I've been getting reports all over the country. And uh, in fact, I was also running five milliwatts on 20 meter whisper with the same transmitter. Yeah. It hops to 20 meter whisper, then it hops to 22 meters and sends whisper there. And uh, I had a report from Australia on that uh, just recently, but it's a really cool band, um, and and I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that. And it's license free, but you have to limit your transmit power. It's a combination of your antenna and your power. But if you feed uh, five milliwatts into a vertical or a dipole, uh, you're pretty much within the uh, FAA limits for the license free segment. It's, well, 14, uh, AC, uh, 14 kilohertz wide. Yeah, the uh, the 630 meter band is like seven kc wide, uh, and you can run. Uh, you're you're only allowed to run five watts ERP. But I'm going to send you a link to yeah. uh, all of those bands. There's yeah, but a, but listen, a listen to this a website for for those. Okay. Uh, uh, lwca.net. All right, but listen to this. You you can only run five five watts ERP, or your transmitter can run five hundred watts. You, you mean you, I can't run my eight eleven H on it? You can you can run your your transmitter can run up to five hundred watts as long as your ERP is five watts or less coming out the antenna. That's that's the rules. Translation: You have to key with a light bulb. <laughs> I don't know, but that might be interesting. You know, I've been looking for something new and different to do. Uh, or uh, what Gordon West used to yeah. do? Uh, he used to transmit with a pickle. He put uh, nails in a 110 volt line and uh, with a key and stick them in a pickle and dim the lights in the room and he'd start transmitting with his Morse code key sending bursts of 110 volts into a, a big old gherkin pickle. And uh, it actually was sending spark gap because it would glow and light and he had an AM radio across the room and you could yeah. hear the, the spark gap he was transmitting. <clears throat> and then the uh, end result, it smelled like uh, fried pickles. I just gonna say, didn't it start to smoke? You know, it was also uh, a one way VFO if you kept trimming the pickle shorter. Hey, yep. that reminds me. That reminds me that in in Dayton many years ago, we used to, you know, we we camped out outside and we had uh, hot dogs, and uh, we finally figured out the best way to cook those hot dogs is something like on a George Foreman grill. Uh, one time, I tried a uh, little camp stove, and uh, we actually caught our rug on fire. Now, if anybody from Hamvention is listening, uh, I'll deny this, but we actually caught our rug. We had a rug in our in our tent. We actually, the, the gas dripped and the rug caught on fire. But anyway, we had a fire extinguisher and we put it out. But So one year we even tried to electrocute the hot dogs. You know, we had the, the prongs. We had, I think, four prongs on each side hooked to 110. And we'd put four hot dogs on there. And uh, I had one of these little 800-watt, 2,000-watt generators. And, you know, four hot dogs would pull that generator that 800 watt generator down to just where it wouldn't almost run man 
they conducted. <laughs> so, I don't know. G'day, Tom. This is Mike BK, 2EMK, calling from Australia. Who we got on the telephone? Let's see if we got somebody. Let me turn the volume up here. Somebody new on the phone? Yeah, this is Mike. Mike, uh, BK2AMK from Australia. Mike, have you been waiting a long time? I prob I've not been looking at the phone. I'm sorry. That's okay. I've been, I've been laughing at the uh, at the goings on. Yeah, uh, well, talking about talking about um, cooking um, hot dogs on the uh, on the on the uh, electric inverted commas. Um, Forks. Uh, yeah. I did that with um, uh, four uh, four hot dogs and uh, two hundred and forty volts. <laughs> I was going to say you guys you guys have more voltage. You have more voltage down there than we were accustomed to here. Yeah. Yeah, we got two hundred and forty out of the mains here. Yeah. Um, and two hundred and forty volts did, uh, cooks four hot dogs. The one twenty, the one twenty, just did not. It was not a very good. It was not a very good hook, uh, hot dog cooker. It just it it, it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, the only problem is with the two twenty. It's you only get them well done or super well done. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Uh, <coughs> Or a bird offering, yeah. Well, you know, you could. <laughs> hey, you know what you could do? You could you could actually put you a light bulb, you know, like a 110-volt bulb. You could put that in series, uh, you know, on one of the lines. And you could actually have multiple light bulbs with a switch there. You could actually turn the heat up or turn the heat down, you know. You kind of control it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we, we just, um, yeah, no, we just had... Um, Forks jammed into the uh, the hot dogs yeah. and uh, uh, wires attached to the forks and stand back and. Well, you know, hey, Mark, Mark, uh, Mark uh, Pupo in the, in the uh, chat room uh, has a suggestion. I didn't think about this, but yeah, just hook all the hot dogs in series. We could have built our we could have built our little deal up where we had four hot dogs in series, and it probably you know it might have cooked better. I don't know. Anyway, we yeah. we found out hey the, the the little George Foreman grill was perfect, man. You know, we uh, mm -hmm. we just laid those hot dogs on there, and in about you know less than a minute they're rolling off done. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll leave you go. I might join you on. Um on well, Zoom, if I can get the computer started in time. All right. Well, you don't have to rush off here, man. You know, it, it, things are slowing down. It looks like we've got people going to sleep on us on Zoom, and the, <laughs> the phone calls have slacked off. So well, we got about we got about twelve more minutes before the show ends, before our time on shortwave ends. So we got that long. We got to stay on here. To we got to stay on here twelve more minutes, yeah, you guys. You got time. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so we'll see y'all next okay, time. Okay. All right, Glenn. We'll see you. Good night. Good night, Glenn. Good night, Glenn. All right. Oh, man. 200 watts per hot dog. Uh, yeah. Oh, we turn that. We lost the phone call. I got to figure somebody to turn that music off, but that's the only way I know that somebody's on the phone. All right. Well, again, here's our project for next week right there.
That's that is that's the whole radio right there. We're gonna make a contact with it right there. And what frequency was the uh, crystal twenty two hundred meter band? Twenty two hundred? I don't know the twenty two hundred. The the six thirty the six thirty meter band is like four hundred and seventy kilohertz. So that's one thirty. Yeah, it's down about one thirty. Yeah. One thirty a kilohertz. Okay. Yeah, about one thirty. So I might okay. give out, I might give Can out a try. Can you listen, Charlie here? Hey, Charles. Charlie, how you doing, uh, Charlie? How are you? Uh, sorry for not coming on earlier. That's okay. I was just listening to you guys because um, I was doing some things here in the computer. Yeah. I don't have a camera here, so I cannot turn it okay. on. Okay. Of course. Well, I thought <laughs> it was dark there. Yeah. yeah, no. Well, it's cold also. You're all talking about summer, but it's cold over here. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um, was it uh, from from Australia? Uh, who's what's what's his name? Uh, he's he's also in winter supposedly. Yeah. But they never have winter in Australia. <laughs> they have like yeah. summer and very hot summer. You know? Yeah, yeah. We have winter in the UP. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ex Yes, this, the problem here is that we, we temperatures are not very cold in Uruguay, but the, the, we, it's, it's not a country that it's prepared for very cold weather. Yeah. So when temperature goes a little bit low, you know, uh, everybody <laughs> gets a lot of cold. Well, so, it depends on where you live, Charlie. Are you below the, uh, the the southern hemisphere? I'm in the south, southern, of course, Uruguay. Okay, because why I ask is, you know, um, I spent uh, Christmas two years in Perth, Australia. And let me tell you, it was 43, 45 degrees Celsius there. Yeah. December. Yes, they, yes. Uh, my friends in Australia are complaining about the 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 rain. I mean, <laughs> torrential mm. rain. They said we always have, uh, of course, uh, um, uh, Christmas uh, in summer here, and it's really it's incredible because we we have all this uh, European, uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, things we eat in 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 Christmas with all these uh, dry nuts and everything that and chocolate and cakes and everything that are for winter are designed for winter and and we eat them in, in very hot weather so mm. but we have to eat them <laughs> so I don't know I'm I need to go and I just wanted to say uh, hello well, and goodbye to all. Thank you yeah. for tuning in from Uruguay. You're here almost every week. We really appreciate you, uh, yes, you joining uh, us yes, every week. Yes, uh, I've always liked joining. Uh, about the the balloon question, I I think you can you using a current balloon always. It's not a bad idea, and you have to add to that a, a voltage balloon if you need. Like if you have to transform uh, impedances, like in your case from mm -hmm. two to one, mm -hmm. but that's I think that's why you have in in your balloon 
the two balloons into one. It's a vo it's a voltage and a current balloon for the could be for, yeah yeah for a common mode. So that's what would I would do. We had a uh, um, a product that was sent to us years ago for review that was a perfect balance, and it was supposed to match all bands one to one SWR. And when we tested it, and sure enough, it was perfect, one to one on 80 meters, uh, 70 meters, uh, 40 meters, all the way up to 10 meters. It was perfect. It's called a dummy load. And then, but it was all potted into uh, a case with potting material, so you couldn't see what was inside. And a friend of mine. Uh, had an x-ray machine. He worked as a x-ray technologist for uh, looking at different uh, parts in his company to, for defects. And so we put that in there and sure enough, um, it looked very strange. So we chipped away at the potting material to uncover this mystery component. And it turned out to be a, uh, a 200 watt 50 ohm resistor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, dummy load. Yeah. Here's a. Here, yeah. Here's a. Didn't put any RF out. <laughs> here's a little. Uh, here's a little homebrew. Uh, Forty-nine to one that I built in a little plastic case. It's. Uh, um. That's a forty-nine to one. That would be used for a half wave uh, uh, end fed. Forty-nine to one, and then you'd use a nine to one uh, for a random linked antenna. Would be a nine to one. I forget which one this is. I built one here in a box. Um, this is for an infid, but uh, I don't remember if this is a forty-nine to one or a nine to one. I didn't mark it, so I'm gonna have to open it up and see what it is. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, close the show out. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. And uh, thank you for uh, listening on Shortwave. Thank you for tuning in on uh, our YouTube channel. And please hit that subscribe button. If you haven't hit the uh, subscribe button, that helps us uh, rank our, uh, rate our, uh, uh, our show. We really appreciate that. Thank you so much. We're on every Tuesday night. Please join us. Don't forget about our 40-meter net. 40-meter net is every Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. Central Time. We're on 71.80. Lately, the bands have not been very good. Um, if you got any ideas about any little projects or anything you'd like to see on the show, uh, give us a call. If you'd like to come on the show and present something or show us something, uh, you know, shoot me an email. So we'll say 73 and goodbye to everybody out there. I'm going to take the phone lines off the... Uh, the uh, screen here as we start shutting down. All right. Well, good night, everybody. We're about two or three minutes early, but that's okay. Save me three. See you later. Good night, everybody. Good night. Take care. 73 is off. Okay.